Greetings in the name of the Lord, everyone. This is um, a subject close to my heart, actually, about wisdom today. Anyway, um, Proverbs chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She sent out her maids and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come in here, she says, to those that lack judgment. Come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in the way of understanding. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. Whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. Do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Instruct a wise man and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man and he will add to his learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through me your days will be many and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. The woman folly is loud. She is undisciplined and without knowledge. She sits at the door of her house on a seat at the, at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come in here, she says, to those who lack judgment. Stolen water is sweet, food eaten in secret is delicious, but little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of the grave. May God bless the reading to us. So um, one of the things Laurie asked us last week was what, and in fact he's done it this morning as well, was what good advice could we remember our parents giving us? And um, I couldn't think of anything in particular last Sunday, but as I was preparing this, I was, I was thinking um, of the saying, two heads are better than one. Um, and it struck me, you know, sometimes we need the wisdom of others to advise us. Sometimes we're so deep in a situation, it takes someone else to bring the clarity and wisdom that we're lacking to make a decision. Um, every day, we're faced with choices, aren't we? And um, some are easier than others. And in our passage from um, Proverbs 9, we meet these two women, wisdom and folly. Um, wisdom appears to be a very busy, accomplished lady and very capable in that she's built her own house. And it sounds as though it was big, as it had seven pillars to support it which in turn would mean that there had to be deep foundations, I would have thought. She's prepared a delicious meal for those who'll join her and even mix her own wine. 
I think I'd like to go there and have a meal with her. Um, she's looking ahead and um, preparing for people in need. She's looking to the future. And her desire is to instruct and help people to encourage them to a full, fruitful life with hope and purpose. In verse four, wisdom is seen inviting those who are lost and confused about life to join her and inviting them to leave the confusion behind and walk forward to a life of meaning and understanding. I think we could all say at the moment that life is pretty confused um, with the effect of the coronavirus and we need wisdom and direction. So where do we go for wisdom? And what does wisdom look like? In the New Testament, all the blessings of God's wisdom are revealed through and in Jesus. Jesus himself is the wisdom of God. Wisdom starts and ends in knowing God and we can know God through Jesus. He is the one who instructs us and reveals the truth when we seek him for help. He shows us the way, but he doesn't just show us. He walks with us through life once we've accepted his invitation and asked him to come into our lives to help us. But he isn't like a fairy who waves a wand and suddenly everything's fine. He changes, shapes and moulds us through life. In Matthew 7, verse 24, Jesus tells a story, a parable about a wise man building on firm foundations. I'm just going to read a bit of it. Um, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, this is Jesus speaking, and puts them into practice is like a wise man or woman who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine does not put them into practice, is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. I think this parable illustrates the need uh, to build our lives as Christians on the teaching, teaching and example of Jesus. And again, like wisdom and folly, we have two people, the wise man and the foolish man, whose hearts are shown by their actions. And just as wisdom and folly offer a choice as to which invitation we want to accept, the two builders had the choice as to what foundations they built on. I wonder if you were asked, would you say you were a foolish person or a wise one? How do we respond to criticism and correction? Do we go off in a huff or do we receive what's been said and go away and think it over? We need wisdom to criticize or correct someone because it can cause offense. But the person being criticized or corrected also needs wisdom in order to mull over what's been said 
it works both ways. Wisdom instructs, which gives a powerful direction to learn. So in verses seven to eight, we're being taught that we need to listen to a rebuke and learn from it if we're wise. Whereas a foolish person isn't willing to listen to correction. And we read in verse 10 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we know that to fear God is to respect him as our father creator. That doesn't mean we're filled with terror, but we need to hold him as holy and stand in awe of him. We are not God. He is the one who holds our lives from cradle to grave. He knows what's best for us. And we need to trust him with our lives, not try to control it ourselves. That's wisdom. Do I get the balance right? No. But the good news is that when I do go up a wrong path, I can turn round, go back to him, say sorry and start again. Laurie talked last week about choosing the right path. Um, but we can always turn our back on where we, when we've gone wrong and come back to our loving Heavenly Father. And seeking his wisdom and guidance each day helps me personally through life, and I hope teaches me wisdom. Now let's meet folly. Folly is loud and appeals to the senses rather than the heart and mind. She's a fake and a sham drawing people away from what's good and luring them to all that's against God. She's a thief and a deceiver and uses all she can to distract people off the right path and she has no compassion for others and actually lures them to death. A regard for the future and she encourages secrets. She offers stolen water, polluted water that doesn't bring life. So both of these women offer invitations, one that leads to death and the other that leads to life. In the New Testament, in John's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 37, Jesus offers an invitation to anyone who is thirsty. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. And I wonder, are you thirsty for more of him? Do you feel dry and parched spiritually? Do you need wisdom to know how to live in this world? He invites you. <clears throat> invites me <coughs> to come afresh to him this morning. Folly would say, ignore this, follow me. But she leads to death. Wisdom says, choose life. Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I'm sure this new week will bring many of us um, problems and difficult decisions. And we will need that wisdom that God gives as to how we deal and respond to them. 
<clears throat> the Bible, I often say, and I'm sure other people do, um, is, is actually our manual to life. And it covers everything we need for life and godliness. So if you need wisdom this week, ask God for his help and he'll give it to you. As James 1 verse 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given. And it goes on to say, but we must believe we have been given it. Otherwise, our wisdom will be like the waves of the sea tossed this way and that. Maybe we'll have to correct someone this week. Or we might face criticism. And how we respond to it with wisdom is covered again by James chapter 3 verse 17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure and peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. I think that's a good plumb line to go through this week with. So my prayer for us this week is that we choose to walk along the path of wisdom, not folly. Amen. <laughs>